0: Welcome, everybody, to the Patty G Show. I am your host, Patty G, here with Jennifer and Nellie from Basic Fitness. We're going to talk health. We're going to talk fitness. We're going to talk starting a brand in the middle of COVID and thriving. But before we do that, we want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Alvarez Construction. Thank them so very much for sponsoring the Patty G Show. And without further ado, Jennifer and Nelly, Welcome.
1: Thanks, Patrick. Thanks for having us on The Patty G Show. It's quite a very popular show that Mm -hmm. we've been researching and finding it's more and more popular than we know. So we're happy to be here. Very
2: honored.
0: Well, good. I didn't know it was so popular. That makes me happy.
1: Well, in her generation, everyone knows who Patty G is. Everyone knows who Patty G is. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, I'll take it. Just pop your collar Mm -hmm. a little on that
0: one. (laughs) It's buttoned down, but we'll, we'll pop it internally. But so what is basic fitness for those that are listening or watching?
3: So basic fitness, well, it's really the basic brand. It's a lifestyle and wellness brand. So we started this, It's we focus a lot on basic fitness, but it's kind of becoming the um, healthiest and happiest person you can be. So we cover health, fitness, nutrition, you know, positive mindset, all of that stuff. Um, we felt like there was a need in Baton Rouge for just more well-rounded, um, healthy living and brands. So we started basic in the middle of COVID and it's been great. Yeah, and we also realized that we both had
1: a combined passion for getting people healthier, happier Mm -hmm. and active. And like in our past, we both worked in race production, which was a lot of fun and we learned so many things in that environment. But we were interested in more things outside of running Um, but Nellie from being a coach and just being a nutrition coach and me as being a mom and watching kids grow up and play sports and some of those dynamics, like we had a lot of interesting conversations about like outside of very, what we used to do, like a very specific structure, like what are some other things we could do? And that conversation also grew out of when COVID hit the company we were working with, we couldn't do our jobs anymore. Like we couldn't produce races anymore. And that was endlessly frustrating um so it was like okay well what else can we do like this is what we know this is what we love like and and brainstorming ideas and concepts and we started I think our first project was we put on a fitness camp for kids yeah which kids loved it so
3: much they came back like every week you know and their
1: parents
0: loved it I mean during because that was so what was the timeline for when y'all got started and when that first camp was launched
3: we started making t-shirts as just like a fun side project in April because both of us are like okay, now we have nothing to do. I mean, me personally, when COVID hit and they, they were like, yeah. okay, no work for two weeks. I was like, two weeks? What am I supposed to do two weeks. <laughs> and I mean and going then, from working like 70 hours yeah, a week to yeah. like hard stop. Oh God. Yeah, so she's super into like design and I'm pretty good at organizations. We're like, let's sell some really cool t-shirts. And it started as t-shirts and like fun clothes. Um, and that was kind of in April. Um, and we started, so we kept, really came up with probably in April of last year of like, um, encouraging and inspiring healthy and active lives yeah that's kind of where that little phrase kind of took off um and really i mean it was kind of a it's just kind of a a snowball effect where like mm -hmm. something
1: happened and then you start putting these pieces together and like the fitness camps idea kind of came from um watching my kids play baseball and realizing that there's always kids who are super athletic and good at things and there are kids who are in the middle and there are kids who always kind of struggle a little bit and knowing that like the benefits of keeping kids in sports from a social standpoint, from a physical standpoint, from a psychological standpoint, it just it improves the trajectory of their lives. And so we had a lot of conversations about, like, how can we get kids into sports and keep kids into sports? Because as they get older, the ones who maybe aren't performing somehow start to get coached out of sports, which I don't think is fair or appropriate. Um, and so we realized that we really can't help baseball players because like, we're not baseball players. But if we can get these kids to be better athletes, then they yes. would automatically be better baseball players. Yeah. And so that's kind of where the idea of the first fitness camp came from. And we mm-hmm. had you know, several baseball players come and participate in it. Yeah, it was super and fun. And it was only four days. So it wasn't like they were making huge strides, but what they were doing is learning to have confidence in themselves again. We were giving them small attention goals and they were beating those goals every day and they were feeling good about themselves and they were getting a lot of positive reinforcement. And then when they went to play baseball that weekend, they were different kids than they were five days ago. And that was yeah. huge for us. And so mm-hmm. it was like, there's definitely a need for this um, because getting people healthier, it, it does actually make you happier um, yeah. overall, just because you're feeling better, you're looking better, your confidence ends up and that extends to every element of your life. And so from there, we just start looking at other things that we could do that sort of fit under that sort of brand yeah, model like of healthy kind of, happy. Um,
3: yeah, yeah, healthy. we were kind of, we thought about making the company we were with kind of pivot to health and wellness brand. And it was kind of like, well, this doesn't exist. So why don't we start it? You know, like, let's make it. And um, we, the fitness camps are kind of where our, you know, start of the whole thing. And um, on the side in the past, before I, we had been training some athletes, like adult athletes, and we kind of just Shifted all of that under the, under, under the basic brand. The basic brand. And um, and so now we train awesome.
1: anywhere, like kids who are middle school age. We've done a lot of teamwork with like training entire teams before their seasons start. We work with a lot of adult athletes who are endurance athletes, marathoners, triathletes, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, we and we work with coaching, nutrition coaching. Yeah. So people who want nutrition as right. athletes and people who just know that they're not ready for physical activity yet and they need to clean up their diet first. Mm-hmm. So working with people on things like that and trying to help people figure out A sustainable lifestyle, and it's not all in. It's not like let's clean out your pantry and you can only eat bananas and like you know. Yeah, you don't don't, don't Um, walk in
0: and say, let's open the pantry and just clean out everything. No, and we we, we do that. that. (laughs) We do
1: actually do that. Yeah, but we're trying to figure out the easiest way to help people make small changes in their life that over time become a lifestyle change, knowing that you can't do it all at once. And I think. As you get older, you see people who they think it, it's over. Like, well, I'll never get healthy. I'm whatever age. Or I'm not an athlete. I can never be an athlete. And it's figuring out how to talk to each person because everyone's story is different. Everyone's goals are different. And giving them small little pieces that they can do and feel good about themselves. And then, okay, let's let's try something else. What else do we yeah. want to accomplish?
2: Right. Um, yeah, so so for,
1: we're kind of approaching it both from the youth side and the adult side and hoping to sort of maximize just getting people active, getting them healthy, getting yeah. them happy and doing it with whole families. Cause if your kids are working out and eating, healthy as adults, you're like, well, I should probably
3: be doing that myself. Yeah. I should at
0: least be doing what I can to encourage it.
3: Yeah. Yes. And our whole, we get to know each person that we work with. Cause we, we really focus on like the bio individuality concept of like, not everyone's the same and not everything works for the same person. So it's been, um, as much, as fun as it is to like help people and lead them to the healthier lifestyles, we really make relationships with our clients. And, um, it's been awesome. Like she went and watched one of our little kids that we trained baseball game last Sunday yeah. or yesterday. And, um, it's just, we have this like hands-on relationship, which is really, really fun. Um, and exciting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's, it's more of not necessarily come get, come bring your kids to basic fitness mm-hmm. and we're going to teach them how to hit the ball better yeah. or how to yeah. get their technique yeah. down. Yeah. But when they leave, they're gonna be a better athlete be because of the mindset we stronger. teach them. Yeah.
1: So like our, the whole idea is that most coaches are, they're so good at what we call like skills and drills. Like you know how to get people to do whatever sport it is that you are in charge of and what you're coaching. And at a younger age, you know, if your kid is not maybe good at whatever sport, they can keep practicing the sport, but if they got stronger, if they got a little bit faster, if they ate a little bit healthier, They're automatically going to be able to do all those skills and drills way better when they show up for the first day of practice. And so from the basic fitness camp, we sort of started thinking about like training teams as a whole. Like, what would that look like so that before the season starts, instead of having the coach have that pressure of how do I get my kids in better shape so we're a better soccer team? Because, you know, it really comes in handy in all sports, but definitely soccer. Um we we, we worked with yeah, a soccer team, a middle school soccer team. We trained them for 4 weeks. We did it 2 days a week with them and we made them run in the heat of the summer. We made them run hills, we made them do sprints. I mean, we we pushed them and they were phenomenal when soccer started. And it was good because soccer ended up lasting because of COVID, it kept getting pushed back. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: well, endurance,
0: another four weeks. Another yeah, four
1: yeah weeks. we just kept training and training. Um, but a lot of it has been a lot of, like, case studies and, like, proving the concept that, like, this stuff does work. And the kids feel better about themselves. So they perform yeah. better at practice. And, like, the coach has more time to focus on the game and what practice needs to be and less time trying to get them to do – to run, to do sprints, to do sit-ups, to do push-ups, because they're already ready. They're yep. ready to grab the ball or whatever sport they're playing and hit the floor. Yeah. And we've worked with a high school girl who just came to us and um, said she wanted to go to college playing volleyball. And she knew kind of what those metrics she needed to hit were. And we met with her, we met with her parents, we looked at her schedule, and she's there. Like she's being recruited by colleges, That's she's awesome. meeting all of her metrics, she's exceeding her metrics. She's five foot four and is now performing as a middle blocker. Because her vertical leap is so high, she's awesome. (laughs) And shout out Sarah,
2: (laughs) you're awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But she's put in the work, and like we we put in, you know, we gave her a lot of very hard workouts, and kind of told her like, you get in what you put out. Like you can fluff off on this, and it's not going to work, or you give it everything you got, and you're going to be surprised when the season starts. So we happened to see her the first day that high school practice started. We were like, how did it go? And she was like. I'm blown away by, like, the difference in just mm-hmm. my physical wow. capabilities at playing volleyball. Yeah. And we were like, can we get a quote on that? <laughs> <laughs> can, we, that can, 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 can we do a testimonial? testimonial. Please, <laughs> real quick? Get your glamour <laughs> shot ready.
0: <Yeah. laughs> so that's, I mean, for a, from a school's perspective or from a coach's perspective, it's like something like this is needed for everyone that doesn't have the ability as a school to have kids come back in the summer and train and prep. I mean, if you're at LSU or a big, big name school, they're going to automatically do that. So it's like, let's, let's get you when you're younger doing all of this. And condition is it's just
1: part of the program. It's just how you do sports. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, the more we've looked at it, expecting kids bodies to do these things without prepping their muscles for it and their, their Mm -hmm. mental capacities for it and even their bodies. So we're also trying to teach them, Hey, like you're playing this baseball tournament all week. Like you can't eat fried chicken and Doritos, right because your body's what? an engine and you're just putting yeah. garbage in and you're gonna get garbage out. and it's yeah. trying to teach them that we're asking our bodies to do these things without always respecting the work that has to go in to build those foundations. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind
3: of what we're trying to teach people to do at all levels, which is and, been a and lot just fun. teaching them you know the why behind everything they're doing. So like okay, today we're really working on our obliques. But like why are we working on our obliques? And it's like, okay, well, if your obliques are strong, you have a more powerful swing. So it's just getting kids to understand that. And like coaches are fantastic and great, but coaches have a lot going on. So us having this pre being able to like explain what we're doing to the kids (laughs) and like have a reason behind each exercise and each workout. um, It's been cool. It's like a little light bulb goes off in their head and they're like, oh, okay. And yeah. it's like running hills makes you faster. And they're like, oh. Because they okay. hate it. I mean, there's just yeah. like a lot of complaining. We don't yeah. run these hills. And so we, what we did with
0: how the soccer hill, team. How are these hills going to help us at all? Yeah.
1: yeah. And like, they, there's no hills on a
3: soccer field. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What we've done is like we test them before, you know, the out, outset of training um, based off of like age appropriate, sports specific, and then retest them at the end of training so that they can see. Look at what you did. Like, look at your accomplishments. Like, we just worked with a bunch of baseball kids, and we sent them all graphics for, like, here's where you were, here's where you are, here's mm-hmm. your percentage of improvement in all these categories. And they, they were like, oh. And I was like, see? Mm-hmm. Like, you are capable of so much more, but you just got to, you know, realize how and when and where to put in the work to take the skills that you already have and amplify
0: those. Yeah, I mean, and so I, I swam in, in high school, and that was case. It was proven whenever I would go to summer league as opposed to going year-round. That when you only, if you only swim once a year and once a season, and it was only in that time you had to build your conditioning, build your strength.
1: And you don't have enough time. Season's over. By the time time you get good. you got one meat left.
0: But when you come from year long or year round swimming and you get to summer league, it's night and, it's really night and day. Yeah. And so for y'all, it's nice from a, from a business standpoint, the parents like, Oh, my kid is outperforming his, you know, his colleagues whenever they don't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
3: and what's really cool is that our, the, what we do, it's kind of, we're keeping them in shape all year, but mm. they can play other sports. It's not like we're saying you can only do one thing. It's, we're keeping you conditioned and in shape so that you can do whatever you want to do. Right. Yeah. You're, um, you're
0: building their their bodies and their yes. minds. You're not honing in mm-hmm. a and certain just a, pass, a certain drill. Exactly. We're
3: building better athletes. In the, right. An athlete is like a cumbersome word. It ha- covers a bunch of different areas. We're not building yeah. better swimmers. We're not building better football players. We're building yeah. better athletes.
1: Well, and like our sort of slogan for that side of the business is like, we build better athletes so you can build better teams.
3: Wow. That's... Yeah. So marketing,
1: communications. Oh, right. <laughs> <Well>, I <mean>, have <laughs> a background it's, in that it's just it's thing, it's oh. Just, oh. No. but we've seen that it, it works, and I think it's also just. The amount of self-confidence it gives kids, it, it's so powerful because like, if you look at all the people, I mean, you played sports, you played sports. I don't know I did. It's like how many times that you just lost someone over oh, summer break, they didn't come back to the sport or they quit or they whatever, or they quit dance or cheer or whatever was their activity. And it's like, everyone has a story when they just stop being active. And like, what if that wasn't a story anymore? What if people didn't stop and or yeah. you got tired of one thing, but you're in good shape. So you just find something else to do and that you stay active. And like your self-confidence goes so fast. Far in helping you make smart decisions in life, and if we can help kids get that in middle school and in high school and keep that, it's going to improve the trajectory of their life over
3: over the course of time. And And the hardest part about being in shape is getting in shape, you know. So once you're there, and we can keep you there, it's just you know you start having fun and you start building muscles you didn't know you had and you get stronger in certain areas. It's the the phase when we just stop and we lose all that because you can lose it so fast and it takes forever to build back up. But if we can just stay there. And, and then you, know, you realize there's another sport you can play because you're in mm-hmm.
1: shape. So the soccer team needs a couple players. I'm ready to go. Yeah. That's right. It's,
0: <laughs> it opens doors. And like, like you said, it builds that self-esteem. It builds that desire to stay fit, stay active, which yeah. then transposes later on in life to this, whole active lifestyle. And at the end of the day, 90 years, you're thanking yourself that you stayed active. And your social
1: circle becomes people who do the same things as you so Mm -hmm. that you're not at home playing video games. You're not eating Doritos on the couch. Like you're out being active playing sports and you're making memories, right? And really good memories, hopefully. Yeah. And that
3: keep you in that that lane. I got into it, you know, this active lifestyle in high school and it's, my eyes started because I heard, you know, it helps anxiety. And it's like, oh, well, maybe I'll just, try to go run and you know it does and i think that the mental component that sports and being active helps with kids especially nowadays with all the social media and things that we have going on i think being able to get outside and just whether it's any sport that you want it to be just being outside with your friends and just moving um i think as much as it is fun and helps physically it helps a lot mentally oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. And I think Um,
1: oftentimes people forget about that or overlook that component of it because you think, oh, well, my kid's not that good, or the kids like, well, I'm not good at this sport. I don't want to play it anymore. But without thinking all the other benefits that you're getting and just like the teamwork aspect of it. I mean, when you play sports, you have to learn how to handle adversity. You have to learn how to win and lose with grace. You know, you have to learn how to handle pressure. And there are so many things that like I think as adults, we look I look back, I know, and see, like, wow, I learned that from playing sports. And I, I didn't know I was learning that, I was just having fun. And like my older son last I guess 2 years ago he started pitching and I was not stoked about that. I was like I don't want my kid doing that. That's a lot of pressure and and you know like what if he's not good at it and all this stuff. And then I realized that the lessons that he had to learn in order to be able to pitch just like being able to calm yourself down, control a moment, handle your emotions. So like you strike one kid out but there's another one coming up or you walk that kid but you got you got to keep you know you keep pitching. So you have to be able to deal with your emotions in high highs and low lows. You have to be able to keep a balance. And then I was like, oh, he can pitch whenever, please. More of that. <laughs> yeah, pitch
0: him, make him pitch all the time. Yeah,
1: more of those life lessons. And he doesn't know he's learning that, but he will when he gets older. He'll understand that hopefully.
0: Yeah. And he had be, be in tense moments, tense situations. Be like, nope, just keep a calm head <laughs> level. Yeah.
1: And like, you and know, now we have like a hand signal. You know, if he gets too up or down, we're just like, mm, <laughs> flat, like get it back to flat. And But it's teaching him things that I don't think we could teach him outside of those, putting him in those experiences, which mm. again, we didn't see. I don't remember thinking that when I played sports, but as a parent, you look back and you see it in a very different perspective.
0: Yeah. And so Basic, the, the brand itself was started in times that people were scared they were going to go out of business there was no they weren't looking to start something brand new or you know start a new business (laughs) it was like hey let's just keep going and maybe we'll stay afloat
1: yeah let's keep swimming but then y'all
0: said well no something's it's not going away it's not a one month deal this is going to be around for a while so we need to pivot
3: yeah well it's kind of funny actually like um we both you know got she lives in st francisville i'm here And we both, like, kind of were talking through texting back and forth and talking on the phone. And we both kind of started with our neighborhoods just doing these outdoor fitness classes. And, like, three of my friends that were in it are behind us. And, like, we met every day at 4 o'clock in this park. And we worked out. And they were like, you know, you could kind of do this for a living. And I was like, (laughs) yeah. And then we, like, kind of started, you know, like – and I was teaching yoga she classes
1: teaching to my neighborhood, classes, like he wants
3: like, to drink wine and do yoga. Yeah. And it actually kind of. sounds kinda, <laughs> like a great yoga class. <laughs> it, it was a great yoga class. Know, <laughs> I mean, we had great times too. We would like get superior margaritas. And it was funny, like, you know, we'd have the friends that showed up every day. And then the ones that were like, oh, we're having wine today. Okay. I'm coming." to work <laughs> out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, bringing,
0: I'm, I'm bringing my cup.
3: Yeah, but <laughs> we, <laughs> we had fun. And it was like, so we started really like making workouts and just doing different things and trying to embrace this time the downtime that we had and we both came from like a very hectic work schedule and it was automatic it just all stopped and it was like oh man like we couldn't adjust to that so then Uh at the time it was
1: like well let's just try to inspire people you know Mm -hmm. so it started with like in april we did um the power of positivity yeah so we just started like let's come up with things to post that or something positive because like everyone was losing their mind and no one knew what was going to happen and there was just like so much stress in the world And it was like okay well maybe we could be a a voice of positiveness in people's lives and encourage them. So I think we did like motivational posts once a week. We did a workout once or twice a week. Yeah. So we just shared different things to try to keep. And then it was like, well, we really like doing this. Like we are positive, happy people. Um, We love encouraging and inspiring people. We both love coaching people. Yes. And it was like, okay, well, let's just hop on this road and just see where it takes us, you know? (laughs) And along the way it's, it curves. And then you just make decisions about what's next and what else can we do? And what else, you know, what, should we be doing? And like, what's the next step? Yeah, and, um, and- we've had a lot of great people pitch in and give us great advice along the way. And mm-hmm. on let us sort of use their teams is like some uh, case studies. Yeah. You know, we worked with the Westfell um, high school softball team. We just went that She's a young coach and we went and approached her and we said, look, we want a case study. We want a high school team. Like, what do you think? And she was like, yep, can we start tomorrow? And we were and like, like, well, we were oh, thinking okay. like Monday, but
2: okay.
1: <laughs> and it was great. Like, we've sent them a lot of workouts. They did them as a team because they couldn't use the workout. They couldn't use the uh – the gym at the high school or whatever and she said I mean she gave us a great testimonial was like this is one of the greatest things that's ever happened to the game changer yeah because they're just they're so much more athletic they're faster they can run faster they can hit hard they can throw better and they're just they believe in themselves more Mm -hmm. and she's like I can see a difference and they can all see a difference
3: yeah and like it's it was kind of fun you know like we're best friends too so it's like we're best friends and we started this like I have a background in nutrition and in high school coaching I coached cross-country for years and she has a background in communications and marketing and just being a sports mom and being an athlete herself. And it was like, all of these things kind of worked together to make this perfect.
1: Yeah. Brand. We just had a lot of skills. And these, like...
3: So it's been cool because we've been able to manage most of it just between the two of us. I mean, yeah. we have an intern right now um, where we're growing, but um, for the most part, for the past few months, we've just, just been balancing between, you know, our, yes. our four hands and and it's, it's been, been fun. fun. Like we're working
1: on a really big project. And someone asked us the other day, well, like how much money have y'all sunk into that yet? And I was like, well, up until today. I was like, none. like we have the skill sets that we were able to do all the things that we needed to do to get us to where we are. Knowing that on the next step, we're going to have to invest in ourselves. But, like, up until this point, it was like, well, who did that? Well, she did. Well, who did that? I did. Well, who did that? We did. And it was like, we have a lot of complementary skills, and we were also a good checks and balances for each other. Like, yeah. what yeah. do you think? Uh, well, that's great. What is this? Okay. And because we've been working together for years. So that yeah. dynamic already existed and working in, you know, some stressful situations, which if we can get through that, um, we, can,
0: <laughs> we can, get that- <laughs> you can get through anything. <laughs> yeah, <fine. laughs> yeah. And that's with, starting a business, it's great to not have too similar of minds, too similar of skill sets right? for going and starting something where you don't have a lot of cash. If you got a lot of cash, yeah, you can hire everybody to fill yeah. the gaps. Yeah. But if you don't have yeah. a lot of cash, which, <laughs> yeah. which COVID has proven that people can lose cash fast.
3: Yes, yeah. yes. And not get it back. Yes. No, we've had <laughs> back <laughs> we, real fast. We've had to, you know, I've become, I am now very YouTube trained in QuickBooks. You know, it's like <laughs> different you go. things that we have had to learn. Yes. Um, and when we need help, we ask for it, but we've, we've Learning to learn again, which is helpful. And 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 we're
1: also come from different generations. I mean, we may look the same age, but I'm a little (laughs) bit older than Nellie.
3: Just a little. She's like my older sister. (laughs) By a lot.
1: And I I think so. that brings like, those are also two different generational mindsets, but also life, the phases of life that you're in. And so I think that has also helped because I always bring like the mom perspective in the busy, crazy life perspective, and she brings the like in your 20s. The cool, hip,
3: young person Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Let's do wine. Let's do wine yoga. She's like, nobody says that anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah. I was like,
3: wait, hey, what? She's like, don't say that out
1: loud. I'm like, okay,
2: my bad. Um, I'd be
3: like, no Also, one like says the
1: middle it, part, t-shirt. you know, I had to, like lose my side part recently. It was like, you can't part. Oh, yeah. The side. I've been doing
3: the middle part for years. So. So, um, Seven I start, The middle I started part's where, that where, that trend. It's, where
0: it's heading.
1: I mean, I've, I've always been a fan,
3: but mm-hmm. I started that trend. They're laughing at me. But it's been, I mean, it's
1: nice because we do have complementary skill sets and we do come from sort of different backgrounds but that are, are similar enough to in the same industry. Like, they all kind of went together. I mean, yeah, it, it worked. And like, when we were working with this baseball team and softball teams, like Nellie knows a lot about like planning like workouts and sets and, and how many you should do and I played softball and my kids play baseball so I know enough about the sport that it was like, let's do this. Can we make a drill out of this? And mm-hmm. it was like us coming together and like, spazzing out a little and doing the drills ourselves and being like, yeah, that's not going to work. Let's try another <laughs> one. <laughs> and her saying, do this. And I'm like, okay, that, a kid this age is not going to understand that. Let's do it like this. Yeah. And then being able to put it in the context of the sport and like it, because they were like, why are we doing this? And then when you explain it to them, they're like, oh, well, can we time ourselves and see how fast we can go? We're like, yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> All day kids.
0: Kids become very competitive. Yes. Especially yes. in a group setting.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And if okay. there's a clock involved, her kids are like. Oh, they're not competitive at not, all. Not, not at all. No, not, not even. Not a little, at little bit. All not even
3: a little bit. Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> One of our kids came and helped us at summer camp. And I was like, you got to simmer down. Simmer down. You're helping us. You're not competing against a seven-year-old. Like, simmer yeah. down. You're <laughs> down. You, you not win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Yes, this is not a it's, race. It's, it's always a race. It's now. kind of I'm awesome. Like,
2: well, okay.
1: It's kind of
3: <laughs> awesome.
0: Yeah. So what is, Nellie, I'm, what is your background? Nutrition. Okay. So,
3: but nutrition is my background, um, and then I also – cro- I coached cross-country. I mean, uh, I, com- I ran competitively in high school, went back, started coaching when I was in college. So I coached cross-country for six years. Um, I'm actually going to be coaching cross-country again this year. This past year was kind of like COVID year. So the – was, upcoming, upcoming, it, was a, yeah, it was a blip. It was a blip. Um, <laughs> this upcoming season, I'll be coaching. Um, but so my background comes from nutrition and – Coaching and then all of the things that we did with event production. Um Nelly was
1: our info ad person, and the thing <laughs> that we learned about that is how important concise, to the point, easy to understand communication is, yeah. which is very helpful when you're dealing with parents and kids. You yes. know, I mean, we
3: learned like hard lessons, but like how to drill you down information to like some of the things that we've gotten. It also makes you know, I drink a lot during those years. <laughs> There's some rough, rough questions, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, I know how to handle the customer service side, which we realized in that is so important, it's been and huge. so um, huge. That's something that we've carried over with us, which is nice, yeah. yeah. So, I have a degree in nutrition, and that's that's kind of my as much uh, I love the basic fitness stuff. Fitness, I mean, we're both. We became really best friends. We trained for Ironman and Marathons together. Because together, so I like, didn't think
1: it was safe for her to train for an Ironman by herself. And yeah, it I didn't like, know her that well. She was up like, to You're probably going to get killed on the road. Yeah. So I'll,
3: I'll do it with you. I showed up to work one day. I was like, I'm doing Ironman Texas. She was like, With who? And I was like, Myself. <laughs> and she was like, no you're not and I was like yeah okay <laughs> so then we trained for a lot of Ironman yeah. together and you spend a lot of time together on yeah. a bicycle for hours so we hours. You know, when you have to I ride a hundred
0: plus miles room. you spend a lot of time together
3: oh my god we eat a lot of potato chips that's not the way to do it though, no, but that's neither. what I did <laughs> um, yeah so we come from that I come from that background just you know athletics and I have a I just have a love for you know understanding the body and the muscles and like the food that you put in it which equals fuel and all that kind of stuff um, so that's kind of been my big pet for this basic it's basic nutrition um and so we have a project that we're working on right now that's kind of going to integrate teaching kids you know how to be fit and how to be active and how to use their muscles appropriately and how to recover but it's also going to teach them like what to fuel your body with and like Mm -hmm. how that's so important because kids you know kids are putting in their body what you know their parents are telling them to put in and granted you know parents are just trying to survive but if their kids are like, hey, mom and dad, like I want to eat broccoli, like the likeliness of their parents buying broccoli goes way up because it's like, oh, my kid wants to eat broccoli. I should probably start eating broccoli, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So we're trying to get that. I'm trying to we're trying to instill that into kids at a young age and just, you know, help them understand. Um, like why Cheetos aren't a food group. Yeah. You know? The basics of that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we during our <laughs> fitness camp, like while she was so we kind of split up for 30 minutes each day and she would do yoga with them and I would teach them nutrition. And um, I was like, you shouldn't eat things that you don't know how they started. And they were like, what? I was like, what started a Cheeto? And they were all like.
2: Goodness. <laughs> That's it. Goodness <laughs> in a bag. Like, what's, the, what's the question? Whites
3: like, <laughs> and then glue. cheese. Just, I don't know. Yeah. And then they were like, whoa. And one of them was like, what started gummy bears? And I was like, you do not <laughs> want to know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no.
1: But so I think it's just to help, trying to help kids figure out just to make better choices. And not to say you only ever have to eat healthy food, but if you explain to them, like, how your body uses food
3: in a very elementary way, then you realize, like, oh, maybe all those Skittles aren't so good for me. Yeah. You or know, like in relating it to what they enjoy. Because, you know, you can teach them stuff in health class. It's like, don't eat this, don't do that. But when you apply it to, you know, oh, this kid is a swimmer. Like when you apply it to, like, swimming, it's like, oh, I understand, you know? Yeah. Um, and they have to take a deeper interest into it. Um, so that, I'm really. Excited, we have a big project coming up, and I'm really excited to see just how kids' lives and perspectives change just by using that um, and how it helps coaches, you know, with nutrition stuff. Because, like, and all co- that. We've, what we've also realized is that coaches know that
1: their athletes need more nutritional information. But like on top of everything else, it's like, how do you get that? I mean, if, mm-hmm. if you if that's not something that you know a lot about, then how do you instill that in you? And like, what is carb loading? Cause there was like, oh, should you should eat carbs. Okay. Like mm-hmm. what kind of carbs? How many carbs? How often should you eat carbs? And you like a whole pizza
0: before the race, right? No, no my probably gosh. not, right? But after maybe. Well, well yeah. I mean, I, I, when I did my marathon, I did a whole pepperoni large pizza the night before. <sighs> I ran really well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing—is like bio individuality. You could
3: have, you could it's have like run
0: better. <laughs> I ran in 30s for a marathon. I was fine. It's with like that. everybody's
1: body handles things very differently, <laughs> no, yeah. and yeah. knowing how to listen to your body yeah. and how to say my body is I had saying donut this. Donut holes
0: during the race. Pigs in a blanket during the race.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm cringing over here. <laughs> You survived. that. did yeah, good. He did yeah, good. you did well. 8.30 pace for marathon. I mean, that's no joke. That's no joke.
0: That's no joke. I was, I was running. What, what year was running? that? 2017? Uh, 17 or 16. You did 16. Louisiana? Yeah. yeah, I did Louisiana. and did the Baton Rouge beach three yeah. weeks before. Yeah. I ran, That was I did 7.15 for that. That was a little better. So, wow. The whole marathon slowed me down. Did you eat a pizza? The night before? No, I didn't. I a whole pizza. See, maybe
3: you could have run seventeen <laughs> marathon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm just joking. So, and so y'all are meeting kids where they're at. And y'all are meeting, meeting parents where they're at. Where they're at. Yeah. So yeah. what are y'all doing for the parent or adults? You don't have to have a kid to be a to be a, a customer. No, no, no. no, no.
3: <laughs> We'd work with. We have started with working with adults. Um. So we have a handful of clients, mean, a lot of clients right now that are either you know between training for Ironman, training for their first. I mean, we just trained our first seventy-five-year-old for his first triathlon, yeah. which was fantastic yeah. and so much fun and he told us that we couldn't give him speeds because moving was his only
1: speed moving yes. and not moving for yeah. his speeds so to not put in any actual speeds oh to my his God. workouts,
3: those were the only two options available and, to him. We, and we were like okay <laughs> i was so excited when i saw him come through that finish line i mean i was like standing hugging him i got in all of his pictures like they sure <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> up being like a family photo and it's like their whole family with him and like me like, no, like. <laughs> yeah. In the middle too, not like on the side. She was like she was like arm like, like around him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it was. <laughs> I was like, I'm so proud of you. Um, no, so we we meet people where they are and you know, whatever their goals are, we try to we are a judgment free, safe space. You know, we want to be your friend, we wanna be your, you know, we wanna guide you in the right direction, we wanna get to know you, we want as as many people's lives as we can change to be healthier and happier is kind of our goal um you know we're not in it for we're in it to make people healthier and happier like really what we want to do um so we meet people where they are we you know we have people that we're sending them out for 20 minute walks a day and like just modifying their diet we have people that we're you know we're restricting things in their diet because that works for them so that does not work for some people Mm -hmm. we have to figure we we get to know our client and it it's a longer process than it would be just like finding a diet on the internet or like you know doing a Mm -hmm. juice cleanse it's it takes a little bit more time, but it's a lot more sustainable because we're able to give pointers and give the right direction for, like, okay, you know, we're gonna do this, but we're not gonna do it all at one time. We're gonna take six months to get there so that when you're done, this is it's not sustainable. Yeah, your habit's been broken. Yeah, it's not, um, you know,
0: sign up for not, the gym membership January 1 and, and, and then March. January 3rd, you're done. Yeah, yeah. You know so we're trying
3: to avoid that.
1: And mm-hmm. then I think even with our athletes, it's like the more we know them, we know what each one can handle and what is beneficial to them. So we had a conversation today about one of our athletes yeah. with a race that sits week- weekend. She's, I mean, her goal is like she's training for her first Ironman. So that's in July. And it was like, okay, the Louisiana marathon is happening this weekend. Should she do the half or the quarter? And we had a strategic conversation about mm-hmm. that. Cause like distance wise, the half is great. Yeah, she's ready for that. But the weather could be warmer and like, we want her confidence to be up. So we would rather her do a shorter distance and crush that yeah. then gamble yeah. with we don't know where the weather is going to be. And so we I mean, we had a 30-minute talk about it, mm-hmm. and we decided we should, you know, suggest that she do that, and she agreed, but it wasn't like, oh, whatever you want. I mean, it's like we know her. We know what her goals are, and we kind of know what motivates her, and we try to make
3: the best choice yeah. for her, not the best choice
1: for and us or the easy yeah. choice. And
3: there's some people that, you know, we, we, we go back and forth with. We help them. You know, we're kind of just like a, a guide that, like, helps them make decisions, and there's some people who are like, I need you to make decisions for me. And it's like, like you're okay. doing this. <laughs> okay. Like, and these are your paces oh, or, it. well, some people just don't want it. Their, their lives are so busy. They don't want to think about it. So yeah. like they need us to think about it for them. And, um, so we kind of, it's, we sit down and with every client we have, we sit down for a 45 minute initial session, whatever that is. And, um, we ask that, we you know, we have a handful of questions that we ask them and then we pivot and we learn and we go based off of each one. And it's, it actually makes it more exciting because it's not like, okay, I'm giving you this PDF plan that I give the boss person to and I'm just changing it. Yeah, it's all custom to the person. Here, here's here's
0: some bullet points that yeah. we just fill in your name, you yeah. know, fill in your information, and then we s- spit it out with a computer system and then yeah, this is exactly. your results. And yes. like
1: this past November, we were able to go to Ironman Florida, which was like the only Ironman in the US that happened last year. And two of our athletes were doing it mm-hmm. and they were... I mean, she's trained other Ironman athletes, but these were our first, like, basic athletes. Mm -hmm. And um, we were there, and, like, they were their basic kids. And they got to cross the finish line almost together. Yeah. And they made, like, the wrap-up video or whatever. And, like, as coaches, that was incredible to watch them because, like, the joy on their faces that whole day, you know. And they were so proud of themselves. So proud. You know, we went down there, and we cooked them dinner the night before and um, just kind of hung out with their families and, like, Nellie, in situations like that, she's the X's and O coach, and yeah. I'm, like, the spiritual advisor, you know? So we kind of tag team and send them, like, these long emails with, like, just knowing what each one needs and being able to craft, like, the right plan, the right message that shows them that, like, we're, we're, here, we're here with you. We're here for you. We yeah. want
3: you to succeed. Yeah. And we absolutely believe in you because a lot and of we times We try not you, to put the pressure on the, of them that we're your coaches and we have expectations. Like, we want you – as much as you want to succeed, we want you to succeed. And we, we not, know that you can We're not disappointed in people. We're not like heartbroken when they don't do something like we want to help your life get better. Um, And I think the benefit of us being
1: athletes and endurance athletes is like, we know what a great day feels like. And we know what the worst day in the world feels like. And we have been through all of them. And it's like, we, we feel you, we understand we've been there, you know, we had an athlete today, email us and say, he wants to take some time off. Um, and we completely understood it was like, Hey buddy, you've had a phenomenal year. Like if you need a break, you need a break, like yeah. go do whatever it is that's next in your agenda and let us know if, and when you come back, like we're here for you. Yeah. Cause we've been there. We've taken, I mean, Oh, I just took up tennis. I'm like, I don't want to be an endurance athlete. <laughs> I want to be a tennis player. <laughs> And no. everyone's like, why? I was like, I don't know. It seems cool.
0: Tennis, like, tennis no, is the next thing, right? Middle-aged
1: moms do. You buy a white skirt and a tennis racket, right? And then you just swirl right. it around. I don't know.
3: We're tw- uh, all my friends back there were all 26 and we just started playing tennis. I'm just going to say.
0: So tennis is the new sport. Tennis is the new it's thing. Like, it's like the middle part, tennis.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's your
0: pad, that's your kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I so, think we're just, you know, whatever you can do to be outside that makes you happy and that makes you move is... Wherever you are in that moment, you know, right now, neither of us are training for Ironman. But, you know, I'm not going to say it'll never happen again. And, like, yeah. I, I I have the urge to run another marathon probably in this year. She doesn't. It's just. I mean, we did know, run that one in 2020 in my neighborhood
1: because our actual race oh, yeah, got canceled. Our actual
3: race got canceled. And
1: what you shouldn't do is run a marathon in April in Louisiana. It was. In.
3: St. Francisville. With a lot
1: of hills. Yeah. It was terrible. The whole neighborhood came out because somebody put it in the Facebook group. So, like, our neighbors were coming out and, like, spraying us with a hose and cheering for us. While well, they also were like, those poor souls. I mean, what are they doing? I know.
3: Someone oh, no. had a cowbell. I was like, could you please something cowbell? It's like, don't <laughs> go back down the Bell cowbell again. <laughs> <laughs> that was rough, that was rough.
0: But <laughs> y'all have built this community sense. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's not just, hey, come out and run or hey, come yeah. out and condition. It's build a community, build a lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. and know. we actually
3: had a, we put on a little um, 5K in her neighborhood um, around right Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving time. How big is
0: this neighborhood, a 5K and a marathon? <laughs> Well, the no, the neighbor, was a lot of laughs. May- laughs. That was
1: just us saying we said we were going to do this, we're doing this, yeah. and we just ran. We had already trained. The same. We, I ours. think we got up and started running at five a.m. because we knew it was going to be like ninety-five degrees that day. Yeah, and
3: one of our good friends came and ran half of it with us, and then we had another friend. We had a then. couple friends yeah. come and
1: take turns, and uh, other neighbors were just like, "I mean, how many times are we going to go by?" It was like, "Well, a lot more. <laughs> it's not that big of a neighborhood. At
2: least yeah. eight more. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's not that many streets out here." <laughs> No, but we put on this little 5K and it was kind of fun because we had a, pe- a bunch of people there that we didn't know that came to do a 5K. But it was fun to see, like, all of the families and all of the friends that had not nec- never had necessarily wanted to do a 5K. But they were just like, they've been watching us. They've been keeping up with what we've been doing over COVID. And, like, they came out and did it. And it was Yeah, a lot of awesome. kids
1: did it who didn't, their parents didn't know they liked to run or were good at it. and Some all of, of a sudden... them even
3: placed <laughs> the, jo- the Jordan Piazzas.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, no it was it was a super fun it was it's a fun, fun community mm-hmm.
1: event and like everyone in our neighborhood just loved it they're like can y'all do more of these and I was like well we we left
3: race production because we didn't love it right. <laughs> so I don't know that this is the thing we're going to do but we'll do one a year or yeah. whatever yeah, just a, um, it was just it was a good day for families to get out you know we had there was a bunch of uh, families that live in our neighborhood that brought their younger kids out and just did the one mile and you know it some was, of those kids were fast yeah <laughs> some of them were crying but some of them were fast <laughs> you know? so you
0: get all into the yeah, spectrum you, you get all, yeah. all which is it. encouraging and further builds that community mm-hmm. when somebody sees somebody running a 12, 15, 20, 30 minute mile Yeah, and then they also see the people running the 4, 5, and 6 minute miles a mile's like, oh, a mile a mile is a mile and everybody's mm-hmm. everywhere yes
1: and I think something that so many people have as a misconception is if I don't run fast, or I don't bike fast. I can't race, and I think that is ridiculous. But I think most people hear the word race and they it's intimidating, and they don't want to do it because they they think they're not good enough until they realize that like, oh, will you participate in these events? And you go that slow? I'm like, yeah, like I'm not winning, I'm not <laughs> losing, I'm just no grounding. That you know, it's,
0: it's it's self, it's a self race. You're not yes. racing anybody else but yourself.
1: And I think more and more people, like I talked to one of my neighbors the other day, and he kind of wants to get in triathlons, but he had no idea that there were shorter distance triathlons than an Ironman. Cause he yeah. saw our two neighbors training for an Ironman. I was like, no, 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 no. That's at the very far end yeah. of the spectrum. That's the furthest you can do you can a sprint go. try. Do the
0: Yam City. It's 150 swim, yeah, 12 mile bike, cool? and a two the mile run. Yam City doesn't
1: exist anymore. I don't think so. Yeah, Yam City's I gone. Mean, we could've. But that, I mean, we did that. We, we did Patrick that together. Did, oh, we did y'all together? together. Yeah. yeah, that's when they they uh, were confused that I had two last names and I won a prize for that. <laughs> oh my for God. being the athlete with How two last is names. that?
0: So she won a prize for two last names. My dad won a prize for the multiple discount sign up. Because there was four of us.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Said, that was my you, first they, try. I okay. said we didn't know it yeah. was built
0: into the system, yeah. but yeah. you figured it out. Because yeah. he, he had three sons, and him did and the yeah. race. That's
3: hysterical. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah. so, but racing is has that community aspect of a track. It Our like heavy community. I mean, yes. it's more of a spectator more. sport than it is a participant sport. And
3: some of our greatest oh, yeah. friends, you know, we, we met, met through the doing sport. that. Yeah. Um. You know, it's we have we have a group of girls that we do train we train with that we've all group three shout out yeah we've all group three we've all done an Mandate. well. Not all of us. There's a lot of people in that group. A group of us did an Ironman in Chattanooga. A group of them right now are training to go and do an Ironman in Coeur d'Alene. Um And that group is big enough. Like, we started with three, pe- three people. Mm-hmm. That's
1: why it's called. like. Well, there's a whole other story why it's called Group 3. But anyway, it started with three people. And now we have over 100 members. And, like, everyone who's in the group has, like, their own, like, smaller tribe that they do races with mm-hmm. and they train with and they – push each other with and like it's it's been phenomenal to see how many women have gotten into the sport and that's why we started the group was to get once women got into the sport they had lots of questions you know like what's the most comfortable seat like what kind of shorts do you wear and like what kind of sports bra do you wear like that you wouldn't want to ask like the general public and so this was a safe space for them to like train together and find friends and like find matching outfits because that's a big part of it if we're being honest and the, all um, about the
0: outfit
3: yeah I oh mean, my gosh you should see some of our I mean the picture that we used for today I've, I've, like I've custom seen, I've uh, seen custom, yeah, custom, custom. custom tank up. Some, um, some people
0: spend their money on X, Y, and Z <laughs> custom, custom so like,
2: yeah I'm gonna look good yeah,
3: I'm <laughs> not gonna be good let's <laughs> be honest good. Good. you're only as good as you look when you're this racing is, this is true yeah. this is I true. mean we even
1: timed our like this is how we're gonna go through the finish shoot like <laughs> it was pretty spectacular we did the dab at the end we're like I did the dab and Nelly did the
3: smell of like it did not turn out well we can send a follow up photo <laughs> oh god, okay.
0: Check back um, in the comments. It'll oh be there.
3: She's <laughs> <was> like Ellie, <laughs> what are you doing? I was like, I'm
1: dabbing. She's smelling her arm. <laughs> <laughs> she,
0: she went. She went too high on the dab. Yeah,
1: too high and too like, low with the head. The head was like, oh god. And even like Mike Riley like gave us a shout. He's like, oh look at the girls dabbing. And I was like, mm-hmm.
2: it's <laughs>
0: nice
1: But I mean, we'll those pictures built are not on huge... Facebook. I don't think. Yeah, uh, they will be. <laughs>
0: they, need, they need to be after this. They need to be
1: but like it does build a sense of community and it's so much more fun to do something with other people than it is to do it by yourself. Yeah. And like, it's just, it just is like, mm-hmm. we've done that a lot of times. Like in the last race that we did, we were both having not stellar days. And like, yeah. our only goal was to have fun and to race together. So like she had to wait for me on the bike cause I was overheating and dying yeah. and on the run she was overheating and dying and yeah. so like we just tagged because it was like we're not here to win we're not going to Kona we're not going to the Olympics like here so we're here to have fun and yeah. we it was probably the slowest we ever raced but we had probably more fun than we ever had
3: f- don't go look up my yeah. Ironman Texas time <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
1: but I mean we had matching outfits and we went to the finish line together and it was it was I saw amazing. the
0: match How so long oh. did you look good when you cross oh, the line we had some yeah. great That's
3: photos it. crossing that finish line and we
1: had a, I mean we had a lot of fun it was way more fun doing it together because the yeah. first time we trained for a race together. We were on a bike ride and, and I had like, you know, a sprint sessions. So I like take off my bike and I'm like, I didn't even know her that well. And I was like, where's that girl at? Like, oh my God, like she's You're terrible not a, biker. a bicycle. <laughs> and so I kept going and then I was like, man, I think I lost her. And then I, you know, I waited for her and I was like, you know, I didn't get into this to to train hard. Like I got into this so that she wouldn't die and she right. might way back there. <laughs> so we started training together and she got way better. At biking. That's
2: good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm
1: not that bad of an athlete. No, she's no, no. Me this was
3: their, fir- but this was your first time and everyone's yeah. first time at trying to ride this a was bicycle. Before, no, this was even before Ironman. This was like, I was like, Hey, I'm going to St. Francisville to ride. and She's like, I'll ride with you. And like, there she goes. And I was like, yeah, she's not riding with me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where so, y- 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 Y'all are both riding. Yeah. But,
0: yeah, but like, I had to teach
1: her how to like do bike intervals, but she had to teach me how to do speed run intervals. So it was like a total trade
0: off. And yeah. then she just
1: kills me in the pool every single time. So I just don't swim with her anymore.
2: I-
0: again, it's Because I
1: have a lot of pride.
0: It's, a, it's, a, it's that ability, that that, that yin and that yang that y'all work so well together. Ying yeah. and yang. And Nelly
3: Nacho. Talk trash. Talk trash.
0: Don't time get into all that But y'all are coming up on a year in business, right?
3: Pretty much. I mean, we officially like launched the LLC and what, when was that? Well, we started selling, we started selling t-shirts in April. So we really started started doing it in April. Our business was established as an LLC in August.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like from a tax
3: standpoint, we'll go with
0: August. (laughs) You know, I'm all about taxes, right? (laughs) Um, But no, so you're coming up on a year of being in business officially. That's crazy.
3: Yeah, I know. It went by fast.
0: So (laughs) what, y'all, I'm sure y'all have learned lessons over the course of the year. Yeah. So what are a couple of lessons from each of y'all that y'all have learned?
3: patience is key um, with ourselves say, with each other with the business with, with everything with each other remember I mean, now and then when you're like i <laughs> tell me you'd be better than me in tennis and I'm like, <laughs> no uh patience Watch. is key we you know i mean i unrealistic expectations are kind of as much as you try not to have them you They're know hard you, not you to. do um and there we've had we've had a lot of road bumps um but each road bump has been kind of answered and like you know, it sent us down a different path that it actually has ended up being better. Um True. So I think that understanding that patience is key and understanding that things happen for a reason, because had you asked each of us in April of last year if this is where we'd be, absolutely no. not. Um, And we'd both be scared to admit that this is where we are, I think. Um And there's been, we've had, I mean, it's been a, we we had found all fun and like it's been dandelions, but it's been a hard year, you know? Um And it's just, you got to, Persevere, and And I think also just
1: being open to whatever, whatever the journey presents Mm -hmm. itself as, and not being like we're doing this, we're not doing that. It's like, hmm, we never thought about that. Okay, like let us process that information and figure out if that's something we want to get into. And like one of our other like sayings is like one of our first t-shirts we made was like high hopes, no expectations, right? So like we kind of high hopes, no
0: expectations. Yeah. So like we we,
1: the story, the backstory of that is we were in New York for a birthday party. And we were going out and I was like, Nellie, our motto for the night is high hopes and no expectations. I mean, we hope we have all the fun in the world, but we're not going to expect to have fun. And I was all like,
3: t- like, I expect <laughs> that. To- I was, like, and
1: I
2: was like, hang on, I'm <laughs> having fun. And I was
1: like, if it's terrible, then we won't be disappointed. And <laughs> she's like, that's a really good motto. I was like, right? Yeah. And so we, that just sort of became a thing that we'd always tell each other. And then we made T-shirts with that on it. And now, like, she's kind of the high hopes of everything, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, the grounded no expectations of everything. So, she gets really excited about something, and I'm, like,
3: no expectations. She's, like, high hopes, and I'm, like, no expectations. <laughs> but, you know, it's also been fun. Like, yes, no, no expectations, but just believing in yourself and believing in each other. Because, um, I mean, there's been times where we put our trust. I put my trust in her. I put my trust in myself. Um, and it's just kind of, you know, understanding that balance and knowing, like, I you know, we ended up as business partners for a reason, and... And knowing if we're
1: both willing to take the risk, it's worth taking. And I think there's also been so many reminders where we're like, oh God, is this really what we're doing? This is a little scary. Where someone else reminds us that we're on the right path. You know, like last week I was having a bit of a rough week for whatever reason. And one of our baseball players, um, you know, this is the beginning of his baseball season. So we drove over there and like gave him a note that we had handwritten in in a sticker or whatever. And his mom made a face on, a post on Facebook. And like what she said, like, it just hit me in the heart. And it was like, you know what, like, this is my why. Like, this is why I'm doing this. I'm never going to be a millionaire. I'm never going to make a ton of money doing this. But, like, if I can change people's lives, then it's worth doing. It's worth getting up for. It's worth staying late for. And it's worth sometimes being stressed out for because, like, yeah. it's been fun. Um, and so I think there's been a lot of reminders like that when one of us gets a little like, Woo-hoo! yeah, it's like, no, we, no, no. We, we yeah.
3: Thankfully, we haven't both been on that wave at the same time. So, like, we can be able to calm each other down. But um, it's just, you know, there's anxieties with all of this. And, you know. And taking big risks. But sometimes yeah. you realize that, like, sometimes
1: they're worth taking because, like, you don't want to get to be 90 and be like, you know, what if we had done that, that did, done thing? That. And it's like, yeah. well, we did it and either it worked or it didn't, but at least we will know. At least yeah. you're
0: sitting there saying, oh, wow, this worked really well. Or, oh, wow, that was terrible. Remember that, that, that year and span? And we can laugh we about it. Like, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Remember we thought that was a good idea? It wasn't. <laughs> but we don't, you know, you don't know until you try. And I think so many people in life, aren't brave enough to try. And I think that's what kind of motivates us is like this next project that we've mentioned that we're working on. It's like a really, 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 really big step. And it's like, we got to the edge of the cliff and it was time to jump off and it was like, she was about not to jump. I was
2: like, I'm, <laughs> so so, yeah, like I'm poor And we're, we're, we're tied going. together. Yeah, it's like, we're tied together.
1: If we've made it this far and like all signs, I mean, we've we've vetted the idea with a lot of people, and nobody was like, Yeah, I don't think so. Like, go get your dream job at the library. You know, that's a whole other story. But um, and I was like, Okay, well, ever all signs are go. So on the count of three, we're just gonna hold our nose and go, hey, yeah. all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> and see where. So that's what we started this week is kicked off the big project this morning. So
0: hey, I love it. Stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll see <laughs> what tuned. happens. Yeah. I mean, cause that's the, the conversation around the power of one, the power of impacting one person's life yeah. with your business. makes matters. it all worth it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to impact a million people. If no. you can impact mm-hmm. one person, change one person's life. It's totally worth it's it. It's worth it.
1: It's totally worth it. Worth and that it.
0: needs to, that, that conversation I feel needs to be at the forefront of, almost every business, you know, yeah. if we can, it's, if we can impact one person, it's worth it. We did yeah. something, you and know, like, we impact it for the better. We did something right.
1: And that's your why it's like, that's yeah. why you show up and you put in the extra hours. 100%. Like in the fall, the kid that we kind of reference all the time, he's like the kid we sort of started all of this for, um, because we just really liked this kid and want his life to be fantastic. Um, They played fall baseball, and they let him pitch for the first time. And, like, the old coach just let him play right field. He'd play right field and then sit out inning and play right field. And and that's hard. Like, I mean, he's not my kid, but, like, you could see his love of the game. was. He was just – it just was bad, and it was really hard to watch. And so, in a tournament, uh, they let him pitch. And so, you know, I'm, like, all excited. And, like, he he struck a kid out. And I don't know who cried harder, me or his mom. Like, and I'm not his mom, so, like, I'm trying to hide because it's kind of embarrassing But I'm, like, crying behind the dugout because, like – I'm not going to say that we had a big impact on his life, but just seeing who he was and and what he was able to do in that day because a few other people and like, you know, his new coaches believe in him too. And like those people are making an impact. And so it's like the power of positivity is so strong. And like with COVID it was the time for people
3: to just really amplify that because we were so like dying with all the negative stuff. Yeah. And I think um, as much as COVID has been awful and terrible, I, I think, there was a blessing in disguise for us just especially with work-wise um it gave us a chance to like pause and say okay you know what
1: else could we do Mm -hmm. because we had both we were just sort of burn ourselves out and never had time to stop and say hey I'm struggling Uh and so when COVID happened it was a it was a time to stop back and say okay am I going to keep going on this path should I pick a new path like what's the right choice for me and as a mom I couldn't stay on that path anymore. It was taking up too much of my time, too much of my weekends and my kids were growing up before my eyes. And, yeah. and it was having a very negative impact on their health just from mom being gone all the time. And mom also when she's home being super stressed all the time. And so that was, it was a good time to say, I got I got to make a change. So,
0: yeah. And that's COVID opened that door for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Is, hey, you're stuck at home whether you like it or not, you're at home. You can't go to work. You're either with your significant other or you're by yourself. Yeah. And if you ever wanted to change anything about your life, now's the time. Now and now is still the time. Yeah. You know, it's oh. like there's never been the best day to go and start a business. Business was 10 years ago. The second best day is today. Yes. You know, it's yeah. like if you want to do it, just go do it. And don't, like not don't having, think about it and say, oh, "Let me let me wait for 10, 12 weeks." Or when the moments
1: right, because moments never right. The moments, the moments moment right is when you make right. it right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's right when you
0: make it right. And by taking that first step, you're making that moment right.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So
0: i yeah. um, starting to wind down the show. Yeah. What is something that you did as a kid you wish you could still do today had no one stopped you?
3: Oh, I know my answer. Oh, you go first. <laughs> I have no idea. Well, actually, no, no. Uh, let me think on that.
0: <laughs> oh no, we want, we want that answer, that initial answer. We okay, want that okay, answer. so for
3: think... my fifth grade talent show.
0: Yes, yes.
3: <laughs> I nailed pogo sticking with a basketball. So I could- wait, dribble. Wait,
0: you could dribble and oh, yeah. jump on the pogo stick? Yeah, I could do it for
3: 600 times.
0: Wait, 600 times? Six hundred times. Did they count it? Like with a clicker? I did.
1: One, two, three.
0: That's what we I used to tal- do. Tell that-
1: how the story ends where the talent show guys were like, okay, that's enough now. And you're like, yeah. no, I'm not done yet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: wait,
0: wait, I'm not in a thousand. <laughs> Let me keep going. <laughs> we
3: went to Camp Highlander. So my fifth grade class trip, we went to Camp Highlander. And um, they had a talent <laughs> show. And I packed my pogo stick and my basket. <laughs> And no, no clothes,
1: just, it my just parents, I have
3: the greatest parents in the world because they never told me, hey, maybe you shouldn't do that. <laughs> also, I can't imagine the sound of you practicing. Like, there's nothing worse than the sound
1: of a basketball and a pogo no, like, drinking wine. I was like, oh you hey, watch my this.
0: Um, <laughs> my mom watch, watch, no hands, no. two balls. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, she gave my kids pogo sticks for Christmas. And I was like, you have to wait till the neighbors are awake. So, no pogo sticking at the bus stop, but, um, kids.
0: Yeah, I would pogo my stick friend, the bus My three
3: friends, uh, you know. They told me, um, they asked me if I wanted to be in a dance with them. And I was like, "Um, I have a talent that I'm (laughs) going to do. And so that's what I did, and they were like, "Okay, that's enough. I Good loved, job." I love the
0: passion um, behind pogo sticking with a basket. No,
3: that's one of my answers. I wish I still pogo sticked well, but I think that. Um, <laughs> Do
0: you still have your it's pogo never stick? Too late. You can pick I, it back I, up.
3: I have two. You can <laughs> buy it. that. That's my... Side
0: note: They brought you one. We're taking a picture with it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <bring> and <Ryan> basketball. <laughs> what else? I, that's. I think that's my. I think that's my only regret as a child.
2: <laughs> Is stopping pogo sticking. Well,
0: no.
3: The is, is now, it I Tomorrow. wish that I would have um, I wish I would have had someone That guided me with the nutrition stuff That I now know um, And that's kind of my main drive For what to do with kids I wish that mm-hmm. Someone would have maybe told me To stop eating the french fries No mm. one told me to stop <laughs> <laughs> So I think Pogo sticking and french fries Are my my Two regrets, regrets. <laughs>
1: I think mine is when I was in the third grade, I quit dancing um, because I like my child has had anxiety. And I was afraid that my brothers played sports at school and my dancing was like across town. And I was convinced that because I was the only girl that they were going to leave me at dance class. <laughs> so I quit and I joined the sports team. I started playing basketball because that's where my brothers were. And clearly they wouldn't leave me there. Um, that's right. And I love playing sports, though. Like I have no real I mean, I, I played basketball my whole life. I still love playing basketball, but. I still love dancing and I just kind of wish that I like stuck with that a little more but you know anxiety whatever. Um,
3: That's and a way better thing- answer than mine. <laughs> no, I
0: love the
2: pogo stick
0: exactly We're going to clip that. That's going to be the short video yeah. is the pogo stick Here's <laughs> yeah.
1: And I think the second thing is what she said about nutrition is like being an athlete in high school I played pretty much whatever sport was in season because my parents were like, you can get a job or you can play sports. And I was like, well, I'm going to learn how to play some sports. You give me a glove or whatever it is. And I didn't understand enough about nutrition and I ended up having an eating disorder. And so trying to be a top level athlete on 500 calories a day was probably not a, a recipe for success. And I wish that someone had sat me down and explained to me the, the fuel of it, you know, and like that, I think would have helped me, A, be a better athlete and B, kick an eating disorder Way earlier so than I she did. she
3: needed to eat more food. I needed to eat less food.
2: Yeah, get all <laughs> this no, and yang yeah, going yeah. together. You're <laughs> like the perfect team.
3: There
1: tea. are like, so many kids out there who also they struggle with know. those things. Yeah. It's like, if someone had told me that or if someone had told you that, and it's mm-hmm. like the things that you wish you would have known, like no, if we I can like, go and tell kids that now. like We gave a, a lecture to some girls from, was it Our Lady of Mercy recently? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And just kind of talked to them about, choosing happiness in life and the the fact that it's not conditional on when you're taller or thinner or smarter Mm -hmm. or prettier or you get a better pair of shoes or a better outfit like happiness is available to you every day when you wake up if you choose that choice and you define what makes you happy Um, and obviously there's a lot of outside constraints that that play on that but that stop comparing yourself to other people stop looking to make your life measurable by other things like you are who you are and God made you this way for a reason and celebrate every moment of that. And like, if more young kids knew that, think how much happier adults would be. Like if we could learn that lesson at 12 yeah. instead of 40, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that that's just something that, again, we, that's one of our other missions is just teaching people to accept who and what you are and never apologize for it. Like we have yeah. another saying, unapologetically awesome. Like you're awesome as you are awesome. and don't apologize for it
3: and embrace even it. Even if you pogo stick with the basketball.
0: You're you're still She was living that way awesome. back in the fifth grade. <laughs> that's right. That's right. She's, she's been brand this. Pogo stick
3: is awesome. <laughs> she's not <even> been unapologetically <laughs> awesome since the fifth grade. Fifth grade.
0: I love it. So what is, what is something y'all love about Baton Rouge or Louisiana?
3: Oh man. Baton Rouge as much as you know I as much as we are not a healthy state, you know, Louisiana is not yes, known. What are you for talking his, about? Not known for his active lifestyle. But I think between, you know, we have a community here that I've loved. And, um, between our, our friends that we started triathloning with, you know, having the marathon here, um, Jenny Peters at varsity sports, like, I think the community that Baton Rouge has, that it's small and it should get, we want it to get bigger. And like, that's what ba- BASIC is here to kind of help it get bigger and mm-hmm. start kids at a young age. But realizing that, you know, there's so much you can do just in your own backyard. And um, we, we do have, we have a strong community here, um, which most people probably don't even realize. But um, the city itself there you can. I mean, I walk into I go to the farmers market every weekend, and you know I see someone that I know from Bart, Jenny Peters Run Group, and it's just. Mm-hmm. I think I, that's what I love about Baton Rouge. I also love that it is as big as it is. It is small, mm-hmm. and it's um, you biggest get to little know town people. there is. Biggest little town there is, which can be a bus and a cursing and a blessing all at the that's, same time.
0: That's that's a fact. Um, yeah.
3: I think the one of the best things about Louisiana is its unique culture. Like
1: it has so many very interesting cultures, and if if health and fitness could sort of jump into that a lot. Make
0: part of the culture.
1: Yeah, if we could add that to it where we do still enjoy all the food and the culinary things that we do and all the other... Because we love sports. I mean, we watch so many sports. Mm -hmm. And if we could get people to just play some more sports um, and be a little bit more active, then I think it it becomes more well-rounded. And I think like when you talk to people about the things they love... And say, you know, I was at baseball one day, and we're all watching kids practice and catch pop flies. And I was like, okay, but, like, why aren't we doing that? Because, you know, it's really fun trying to catch a pop fly. And it's like, you know, just 20 parents. We're just sitting around watching our kids doing nothing, like playing on our phones. Like, we could all bring gloves and bats, and, like, if someone can hit balls, we can catch pop flies for hours. And we're getting exercise, and we're having fun because as adults, you just – you adults don't don't do that we don't behave you kind of think time's up and it's
3: not and it's not
1: and i think it's like if your kids are being active you can be active with them or at the same time as them and like that's how i started playing tennis like me and some moms were like the tennis courts are right there the baseball fields are right there the kids are practicing for two hours i got a racket you got a racket okay who knows the rules somebody google the rules (laughs) and we'll we'll
0: make a game
3: let's play some tennis
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love it so for the the final question the show is what can i do to help you
3: Get the word out. About you can amplify we are. the awesomeness. Amplify the awesomeness. Fitness. We, uh, yeah. So I mean, our quick synopsis: we do, you know, endurance training, youth training for fitness-wise. We do nutrition coaching. Um, she kind of does more of the lifestyle coaching if you need that. Um, I'm not as motivating. I'm like, me. That's fine. <laughs> I'm also old and wise. <laughs> yeah, she's older and wiser. <laughs> um, ah, that's what it is.
0: Maybe she give a motivating speech on a pogo stick with a basketball.
3: I could probably <laughs> do it. She's, I have pogo stick with basketball for her kids. Um, they were impressed they were impressed and they're not impressed by much so that's saying something it's true <laughs>
2: it's
1: very true I was
3: like y'all watch me and they, they watched me
2: um, <laughs> 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 like
1: okay
3: Nellie
0: all right fine 750 yeah, yeah, yeah. we're done Nellie is
3: cool they're, they were so over me I'm like I tell them I talk to them about eating healthy all the time and then I was, one day I showed up with Pogo Sticks and they were like oh you are pretty cool I'm like mm-hmm uh, no, really. <laughs> um, yeah what was the question again how can, how can, we uh, help,
2: how
3: can you help us? I can help. <laughs> I think just you know, spreading the word. anybody that anybody that needs a lifestyle change, anyone you know in your life that could use some help, um, because you love them and you want them to live a long, healthy, and happy life. Send them our names. You know. Yeah. And thanks for having us on the show. This was helpful. Yeah, this is helpful. Absolutely. Also, we do love talking
1: can. about ourselves. So I mean, new <laughs> time. Ask us more.
2: I have
0: more stories. Yes. Well, we could we could go on for hours. Yeah. But I'm we will. Sure. But yeah. oh, we <laughs> will. So we'll 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 um thank you all so very much for coming on the show. No, thanks. Thank for really having you for having it. us. I'm glad we are able to make this happen. I know. I think Jennifer and I got this on the books back in like December. Yeah. I think yeah. <laughs> Christmas
1: party. Yeah.
0: yeah. Christmas party. We got it on the books. I was like,
1: I mean, oh, you're booked up till March.
0: I
3: told you, Patty G's big. I know. I Googled it. You know, wow, you know. Googled it. Man.
0: <laughs> well, thank you all for coming on, taking the time out of your day. Yeah, I appreciate thanks for having it.
3: us. Thanks for listening yeah. to us ramble about all things health and wellness. And oh, it was
0: incredible. Life. It was an amazing Increased. show. Mm-hmm. I loved it. New sport that's it new sport <laughs> and, you know thank everybody else for watching or listening or whatever way you're consuming this we really appreciate it and the guests really appreciate it as well um, so we've got Jennifer and Nelly from Basic Fitness they are the latest episode of the Patty G Show thank y'all so very much and have a good night and as always remember this show was brought to you by Alvarez Construction thank y'all